on today's episode of the Tweet Show Podcast. I'm back. I came back just when you thought I was going to be done with podcasting and maybe and all that, but you know, I decided to come back because I have a very, very special guest on today's episode. I have Zach from the Deep Dive Podcast. He reached out to me. He said, hey, let's do a little collaboration. I said, sure, why not? So him and I sat down for about an hour-ish and talked some sports like we like we love to, and we talked some NHL, some baseball, and most of it was football. But, yeah, we had a great conversation. I thought it was really fun. I'm going to definitely – think I'm definitely going to bring him back on for some more stuff. So, yeah, it was, like I said, it was a very fun conversation with Zach. We, we sort of got to know each other through uh, social media. It's all social media club of mine. And he's like, hey – I think you got some really cool stuff. I would love to do some stuff with you sometime in the future. I'm like, yeah, sure, for sure. And then there was one other time we were going to do something. It fell through. We never really talked together again until he reached out probably like a week ago saying, hey, I think we should try something again. When do you want to do it? I said, well, because last week I couldn't do it because I was just busy with, you know, uh, moving out. And then work, so there was like no time to do it. So now, as I was recording yesterday, I did it with them. Like we, like I said, we sat down for about an hour. It was a great chat with them. It was real fun. I think I'll probably bring him back if if things go well with this pod. So or not with this pod, but like just whatever. Either way. So with that being said, then I think we should just get started with today's episode. July 24th and football season is coming here pretty, pretty soon. We get the uh, first official uh, Hall of Fame games like August 3rd, which is about a week from tomorrow. Did I do the math right? Oh, no. August 3rd is on a Thursday. Never mind. So by the time you're listening to this, I guess it's from 10 days from now. Or no, 11, 10 or 11 days, regardless, less than a week or no, not actually not less than a week, but 10 days from now, we'll get some football. Now, is it going to be good football? No, of course not. It's preseason football. No one, no one actually, but like we get to at least see some football where they like, all right, football. Yeah, here we go, baby. Oh, hold on. Just got a text messages from something. All right. Um, Like I said, it was. But it's like football. So, you know, us football heads, we're like, yes, football. We're excited for, to see some actual football, but it's not going to be any good football. Well, and like most of us will probably like, probably watch like a quarter and a half and then we'll just be like, ignore it. But like the real football heads, they'll just watch the whole game. Because like if either, either if you're a Browns fan or a Jets fan, I pro- you'll probably watch like most of the game just to see if, if there's anybody that's going to stand out and be like, oh, I hope this guy makes the team or something like that. But 
Otherwise, and plus I'll be out. Well, actually, no, I won't be on vacation yet. Actually, I'll be at work probably. Or, yeah, I'll probably be at work when the game happens. So I probably won't even get to catch any of it. But anyways, um, so yeah, like I said, football's back. Um, let's see. Anything else I should mention? I really should, probably should have wrote down some notes, but that's okay. Who needs notes anymore? Uh, let's see. What are some of the headlines? So it will be trade line trade deadlines coming up here pretty soon, which is a week from today or yeah, no a week. Yeah. From when, when you're listening to this a week from today, let's see there are the top headlines. Um, Oh yeah. The, uh, Jordan Addison, the wide receiver from Minnesota, was speeding 140, 140 miles per hour f- for being reckless. But then in reality, there's more reports came out saying he had a he had an emergency for his dog, which I understand if you're going to speed, at least he had a good re- a good cause to speed. But, you know, you don't need to drive 140 miles to do it. But, you know, it is what it is. But then another like soccer news, um, if you're not too familiar with them, his name is Achillean Mbappe, and the Saudis have a league over there in Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, some something like that, and they offered him like basically one billion dollars for a contract. So they'll pay for his transfer fee, and then they'll pay him like so his transfer fee is like three hundred million, and then he'll pay they'll pay like a seven hundred million dollar contract which adds up being a billion dollars for one season which like holy cow he's gonna get paid a billion dollars just to go over there which he probably won't because no one really wants to go over there because that league is a joke just like some other leagues in europe but that's neither here or there um but no yeah that's just crazy like i was talking to my roommate Sean, because I sent him the screenshot of it, I said, "Holy shit, he's gonna get paid a billion dollars to go over there in Saudi Arabia with the Saudis." Obviously, they got Cristiano Ronaldo to go over there. They didn't get Messi, and they've been trying to get some other guys. I think they've got a couple other guys, but they're like not like some big time names or anything like just yet. Besides Ronaldo, but not Ronaldo's in the twilight of his year, so he's not the same old Ronaldo. So, um, so yeah. But, like, I was talking to him. I was like, holy shit. Like, that's crazy if he accepts this. He's like, yeah, that's crazy. And they're like, hey, how much would it ha- How much would the Saudis have to pay you to go play over in, uh, you know, in, the, in their league? And I said, would you go over there for like $100 million? He's like, yeah. He's like, he's like, if me right now, yes, absolutely. Don't care. But, uh, like, if he was well-established player playing well in another like Europe club or like in like a uh, top contender for like the champions league and the premier league and all that other stuff. Say he was playing for like real Madrid or uh Barca or just like another like top notch club. He probably saying he'd be like, nah, I'm good. He's just stay there. But yeah, I said I would probably, the only, if I got offered like four or five hundred million dollars i'd be like yeah sure i'll come over for just for one season just for one that's it i'd be like one one season i'm out so yeah but damn i mean obviously the saudis have been trying to you know they did soccer now they 
they're doing golf with Liv, but like, holy cow. Like, I mean, they offered pretty much that same money to Tiger, I feel like, when they were doing Live the live tour and stuff pretty close on number. I think it was probably like seven or eight. I don't know if they got to a billion, but they, it was pretty damn close, but no, it's, it's just crazy. Now Mbappe is probably like one of the top three best players in the world. obviously he's a fucking superstar. He's just, I mean, he's a superstar. What else can you say? I mean, if you're, if you're wanting him, you got to pay that kind of money, but like a billion dollars. That's crazy though. That's just insane. Billion with the B, not it, not million, billions, one billion dollars basically. Ah, man, that's just crazy. What would you guys do with a billion dollars? Like, if say for some reason you next day you just got a billion dollars, what would you guys do with that kind of money? Like, I would, I don't even know what I would do with that kind of money. That's so much money. I don't even know what I would do with it. Like, I would probably do some good things with it. Like, obviously, that's, like, the the one thing I would do first is do, like, help out some family and friends and stuff. Be like, hey, here's, like, $2 million. Go, go do something with it. Pay off your bills and all those other stuff. I would do that. But, like, otherwise, I, I don't even know. Like, I probably would I buy a house for sure. Probably somewhere where, you know, I could have, like, just like a shit ton of things, like a basketball court, just like, I don't know. It's billion dollars. God, what the hell would I do with a billion dollars? Man. Like, even if I give like some money out to family and friends, that's not going to like dent me anything. It's like, oh, here, well, I have this amount of money. I don't care how much I spend because I have a billion dollars. And then I would invest, I guess I would probably invest in some stuff. I guess that way I can get a return. So I'm not just, but I I think I would just not do anything for the rest of my life. I would just chill out and just hang. God, a billion dollars. That's just insane. Like how long could I last? So if I got a billion dollars tomorrow, how just trying to think how much, how long I could live with that type of money. I think I could live probably pretty comfortably until like I was 60 probably, don't you think? Or 70? I don't know. I feel like, see, I'm not good with these types of like numbers and stuff. Like if I got a, cause like if you got a million dollars, you could probably last yourself probably two years ish or three, right? If you got a billion, if you got $1 million exactly, you could probably last like a year or two, I'm guessing. No, dang. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, think to, think to yourself for for like if you're listening to this, think to yourself for for a minute. What would you do with a billion dollars? I mean, would you help some family and friends with some stuff? Would you just give them some extra cash? Or like, hey, here's some money. Take it. Don't even worry about it. Just do whatever you want to do with it. I probably would. Definitely buy my parents a new house or just redo this house, I guess. If you're watching this on the YouTube, I'm having, I'm currently living or currently living back with my parents for the time being until I figured some things out living situation wise. Cause I just recently moved out of my old apartment. So, uh, let's see. God, 
No, I could probably. No, I'd probably give him a new house somewhere. I, I mean, I would probably give him a new house somewhere in the same area. So that way Dak can still go to his job as a farmer. I mean, God, man, what do I do? I feel like now I'm just going to constantly think about this for the whole pot. So I better, I better transition to something else so I can get it, so we can talk to Zach. All right. Transition, transitioning from the billion dollar conversation. Let's see. What other, what other stuff was going on in the sports world? Um, Oh, Bill's running back Hines injured his knee and had a jet ski accident. So it sounds like he'll be out for the season, which sucks for the Bills, but sucks for him. I don't know what what the uh, I don't know if they come out with the details yet, but I hope he's all right. Sounds like he's okay, but obviously he's just gonna miss some time. Oh, uh, Messi had an insane game winner the other night. Holy cow, that was cool! Messi coming to MLS and. Just kicking butt, but uh, it was like in that, like, um, it was like MLS versus somebody. I can't remember who they were playing or whatever the uh, tournament is that they're doing right now. So, I mean, but regardless, Messi was just kicking butt. So, shout out Messi. Uh, let's see what other things are going on. Um, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, obviously, there's been a lot of stuff sort of been a lot of stuff since uh since i've last recorded pod but that's i don't want to repat relive some old some old history so i won't do that but uh i think i think that's gonna be pretty much it for this sort of segment here so i guess i guess without anything else to talk about i'm just gonna send you guys off to zach like i said in the intro Zach was a great guest. We talked some really good, had some really good conversations. I think I'll definitely have him on sometime again. I don't know when, but for sure when again. And then I think I'll probably have another guest on because I was been thinking about it the past couple of days. I think, Hey, I was like, you know, I should probably have him on again. Just uh, with that being said, I think we should kick it off. Me and Zach's conversations from the deep dive podcast. I am here and joined with Zach from the Deep Dive Podcast. Hey, Zach, what's up? I'm all right. How you doing yourself? Oh, not too bad. You know, I've been doing some stuff with some family issues, but that's neither here or there. But uh, you, well, let me first start with this. So we first started or you first noticed me on social media because you saw one of my clips on either like I think it was TikTok and you were like, hey, you want to do some you know, I think yeah. your content's really cool. I would like to do some stuff with him. I'm like, cool, great. I'd love to. And then one time you DM me on Twitter because we started following each other on, mm-hmm. on Twitter. And he's like, hey, you want to do something? And then I was like, great. And then I never heard back from you yeah. again <laughs> I um so, until just now. Obviously, we finally yeah. got to. So funny story, I guess not really. But so I wanted to do a kind of like football collab and everything. Um, And then... 
one, I kind of forgot about the collab and for a while as over the summer, because at that point it was kind of like, we're going to focus on hockey. And I was trying to build up a hockey community. I didn't really know how to. And then I kind of forgot about the DM. And then I was, when I go in my DMs or whatever, I was clearing it out. What was it last week or something? And then I saw it like your DM and I was like, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> like I forgot about this. So that's when I texted you. But no, yeah, it's all right. Because, oh, you, you know, I sent that me- that last message before we started our conversation back up. I was like, well, I guess we're never going to do a collab again. <laughs> <laughs> but no. All right. Here so so what is sort of your show about? Like, so I'm what if what I've, what I've gathered so far is that you like to do some deep dives into like numbers and other things. Is that sort of what I'm, is that sort of right? Yeah, or a little expl- bit. Yeah, I was going to um, say, what, explain your show. Yeah, so that's a little bit of it. I know we were trying to find our footing for the longest time. We did the NFL when the season started last season. We did some baseball and kind of mixed in some hockey. And then we started going kind of towards like the baseball slash hockey stuff once the NFL season was over. And then it kind of turned into this hockey thing towards like the playoffs and stuff and realized like we're getting decent views on our hockey stuff. And it seemed like our baseball stuff or the views were declining. So we're like, hey, you know, let's do hockey. And we go over different teams. We go over just the league in general and just fun stuff. And with it being in the summer, like the views are down, the subscribers are down. Like it seems like kind of like those baseball slash football subscribers that subscribed to us a while ago are unsubscribing and i mean i get it because now we're transitioning transitioning to just hockey so plus with it being in the summer like it's prime time for football so you're gonna see like channels that post a lot of nfl stuff going into training camp in the first few weeks of the season go up well but it's a battle though i mean it's it's nice I, i like to dive into the numbers and everything in analytics so no yeah for sure when you know i i feel like i'm in the same boat as you because like I'll literally talk about anything, but like, you know, I'll look at some of the numbers of my stuff and be like, oh, this, this did really well, but this one, this specific thing didn't. So I like to try to find the balance and all that. So yeah, it, I mean, the content, the sports content games, it's, it's a hit or miss on what you are trying to put out there for your viewers and listeners. Right. And it's like the podcast niche of things like you don't need to throw in crazy edits and everything, especially if you're like with whether it's by yourself or you're with a group of people or whatever, like just make it. I've noticed like at least myself personally, when I watch a podcast, I like the more authenticity of stuff and I don't want to see like Mm -hmm. you cutting in and out like every two seconds and stuff. So to have like the natural conversation to have like the fillers that are in there and stuff, I kind of enjoy listening to. No, yeah, I, I agree. I like more of listening, just sort of uh, natural fluidity and just more of mm-hmm. like an actual conversation and hearing more stuff about the person and all that when I'm listening to pods. But yeah, um, let's see. So I obviously I, when we were having discussions about doing a, you know, a compilation or a pod or having you come on to mine, I guess I was like, hey, we should just talk about, you know, some football and some baseball and a little bit of hockey because i want to get to know a little bit more about hockey because i'm not really much of a hockey guy so my first question is for you because it seems like you're a big hockey guy is one you so you're a sabers fan and two how good is this Connor bergard kid is that, did i say his <laughs> name right uh yeah Connor bergard uh how so, good is this kid so do you know who you know who Connor mcdavid is or not really yes he plays for the oilers is that right yeah um, yeah. Okay. Connor Bedard. I know he's considered like the best player in hockey right now. I think Connor Bedard is the better prospect coming into the league than Connor McDavid. Um, wow. Bedard. 
he with Art had a, I believe a higher points per game average than McDavid and in going into this draft year or whatever, which is absolutely nuts because McDavid is it's gross. The Connor Bedard shot is I have never seen with my own eyes a shot that quick, that that powerful. His skating is great. His defense, his IQ, his vision. He's a he's like a five tool player, like in baseball. He would, I guess, you would compare him to Mike Trout, in my opinion, and Bryce Harper mm-hmm. when they first came into the league. I know Mike Trout was up and down in the minors and everything, but Bryce Harper, especially like this generational talent coming into the league with all this hype, and I think Bedard can have a better season, I'm better career than McDavid when it's all said and done. But then again, like this, just like. He hasn't even played an NHL game, so I got to kind of hold my role a little bit. But Connor Bedard is absolutely filthy. Now, how will this game translate to the pros? Then, how do you how do you think that will translate? I I think it'll translate great. The Blackhawks ended up getting a couple guys to really build, like at least get him line mates, so he's not held out there to dry. And I think that his speed is just going to overwhelm guys, especially once he gets comfortable playing in the NHL. Like. Come like November, December, like he might be putting, he might get a long point streak or stuff like that. I mean, I'm not expecting him to put up 100 points his first season, but if mm-hmm. he does, like, I'm not going to be shocked at all. No, yeah, for sure. I, or here, let me ask you this. So, in, yeah. let's say in five years from now, what yeah. would you expect the Blackhawks to be? Are they going to be like in the contention? So, being like in the Stanley Cups, like almost, or are they maybe not every year, but like, by year five, are they going to be like sort of in the hunt? They're going to be like in the top four best teams. You know, what are we what are we expecting from Connor Bedard in the next five years? I think Connor Bedard has the, I guess, I don't, I don't even know what the word is, but I think he can carry the Blackhawks team kind of like how Connor McDavid is. Now, I don't want the Blackhawks to build the team how they build, how the Oilers built their team around McDavid because McDavid has like a couple guys and the rest of the team, like there's no depth around it. But I think the Blackhawks in five years can be good. It's just a matter of time of just getting the prospects, getting picks, and just kind of building the team from the ground up instead of trying to go out and sign 26, 27-year-olds to like $6 million contracts for like five years and everything like that. So if they, if they just build from the ground up and be patient, I think they'll be great in five years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me ask you this because okay. this might be a dumb question, but does, does NHL have a salary cap at all? Yeah, they do. Um, they do? Okay. Yeah. For some Because I didn't know if they were like sort of like baseball. They don't have a salary cap. They just spend all this shit ton of money. I figured they did, but I don't know. I just I just felt like for, I wouldn't be shocked if they didn't have a salary cap for some reason. Yeah, they on the salary cap's kind of new too. Well, not super new, but they didn't they didn't have a salary cap in like the nineties. I don't know exactly like when they added mm. the salary cap in, but it, it's been within the last thirty years. Okay. Okay. I gotcha. So I didn't know if like they could just you know uh, what's what's how am I trying to phrase this? But like basically, like if they're like you know if say like three years they're in the playoffs and then they're gonna start like spending money on like actual like good players or something like that. Are they just gonna? Do you think they should by like year two or three they're gonna keep tuning you to like do drafts and get prospects or should they uh, get like actual like good players and like free agency and stuff like that? I think between years one and three, you try to build, like, uh, get draft picks, get prospects and stuff like that. And then by year four, try to get, like, those first and second year prospects that you get in the draft and kind of see where they're at at the NHL level while also still signing, you know, third and fourth line guys and bottom pair defensemen to fill out the bottom pairing stuff. So if the Blackhawks can do that, I think they'll be in great shape. But 
Uh, Davidson, their GM, is I, I trust him. I think that he can build the team the right way as long as he's patient with things and doesn't try to rush it. All right. Well, I got a couple more hockey questions. One, yeah. why didn't the Avalanche repeat this year? Because I feel like when they won it, they had a really good, solid roster from like almost from top to bottom. Why didn't was it because of injuries or what was sort of the it's, reasoning behind it? Some of it was injuries. I did. I know Nathan McKinnon ended up missing a few games, but he still had a hundred uh, over a hundred points. I know. Rantanen had 55 goals and 50 assists this past season. And after that, the drop-off was significant. And even like Georgiev, who ended up posting a 918 save percentage in the regular season, but in the playoffs, they just they just lost momentum going into the playoffs. And it was, it was a rough going for Colorado, but I can definitely see them bouncing back. If they can get a healthy season from their guys, I, I think they'll be in good shape to possibly get another cup this year. All right, I just wanted some good news for my relatives because I have relatives <laughs> that are Avalanche fans. So, fair enough. All right, um, let's see what other questions that I have, like hockey wise. Trying to think. So, what did you think? Okay, here, actually, here, here's my, here's the question. So, when the brew, so did you? Okay, hold on, hold on. I got this. I'm trying to think of some, some really good <laughs> hockey good. question. All right, how about this? Was it? Was it impressive what the Florida the Florida Panthers did? What they did, like you know, as the what was it the eight seed, right? Yeah. Did they get swept at all? Or no, they won one game, right? Yeah, they won one game in the finals. Um, I it was impressive, but it like I expected at the same time because it was impressive because they ended up beating the best team in the regular season of all time, the Boston Bruins, and came back down yeah, from okay. three to one. Stop you right there. Okay, I, I I got it. So why did the Brewers? not succeed in the post or why did they blow that three, one deficit from the Panthers? And why didn't they just win it all? Cause obviously everybody like coming into that postseason was like, Oh, it's brewers or brewers are like the best teams. They've won like the whatever cup. And like they got, there's historically the best team. So why didn't they win it all? Uh, honestly, I think it was just Florida speed and Bobrovsky ended up turning it on between games five and seven and the rest of the playoffs until the Stanley cup finals. But the Florida Panthers just lock, just played lockdown defense and beat them with speed. The Bruins were on the older side of things, especially with Bergeron and Krejci, who might not even return this season and might retire. So the whole like speed thing that they trapped a lot, and I think the Panthers kind of got unlucky in those first four games going down three one. And this was basically the same roster they had, except a couple changes from when they won the President's Trophy the year before. So. I kind of I, – I am impressed that they beat the Bruins, but once they got past the Bruins, people were like, well, the Panthers might go to the finals, and they did. All right. All right. So I think that's all out of the good hockey questions I can think <laughs> of. But uh, here, let's transition to baseball. Really, okay. the only question in baseball is what should the Angels do? What do you think the Angels should do? Because then I can tell you what I think the Angels should do. All right. Um. So – if, if I'm the Angels GM, you have to listen to trade offers for Otani unless he tells you that he's going to resign. Now, we know that he's going to end up testing the free agency market. Dude, on, honestly, the dude's probably going to be, get between $500 and $600 million bag. Like, like if, if he gets $600 million, like, I, would, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, the Angels have to try to trade him. Like, per, like if you can trade Otani and then re-sign him back, and free agency, you gave up. Not, you basically got stuff back for Otani while regaining Otani back. You got you got everything, and you didn't give up anything. So, 
And plus, like, if the Angels start sliding here a little bit and you can trade Otani, like, if you trade Otani, you do trade Mike Trout at that point, too. But, mm. I mean, Anthony Rendon can't stay healthy. He has, what, a $300 million contract, if I'm not mistaken, or something close to that. Brandon Drury you brought in, who's played good, but he hasn't played great. Honestly, the only consistent guy on that team has been really Hunter Renfro, but even though he's kind of, he got off to a hot start, but he cooled off a little bit. But I, I think you got to trade Otani by the deadline, and if they don't, then they might be screwed out of getting anything back for him because he's not coming back to LA. I can I can I can say that with confidence. Mm, say that with confidence. All right. So as of right now, the Angels are four games out of the the final wild card spot okay. as of July twenty third of this recording. Here's my thing. I if I'm the GM or owner, I don't want to be the one that trades Shohei Otani because oh. you know he's a generational talent. You know you don't want to be. It's basically like trading. You know if you're the GM of the Chiefs, you you're not going to trade Patrick Mahomes. Right. You know it's just one of those things you, you don't want to trade him, but you're gonna have to trade him. I think if you gotta if you say he leaves and goes to another team, you basically got nothing out of it. You know, you could have at least got some prospects and, you know, stuff like that. So I think because it's like the trade deadlines, what, in about two or three weeks from now, right? Yeah, or, about a week-ish. Yeah, it's, it's coming out here pretty soon. So I would, I would think they either need to decide if they're going to either go like, you know, either trade them or decide, hey, we're going to try and at least go for that final wild card spot or something like that. They either got to commit to either side. At least I, that's my personal opinion, but yeah, I, I agree with most everybody. I think they should just end up trading them, but I'll throw this, I'll throw this one team. I think that should trade for him. I think the okay. Tampa Bay Rays should trade for him. That's interesting. That's interesting. I like that take. I think the Tampa Bay Rays have like, cause like, if you look at the roster, I think if they get Shayla Hotani, I think they, cause I think they're the best team in that AL, and then I think they can hang with the Atlanta Braves for sure. Yeah, I I think the Rays do have the capital to trade for Otani too. Plus, like they've been skidding lately too. I don't know if it's their pitching, their lineup, a little bit of both. But the Orioles got hot. The Rays. Oh yeah, the Orioles are a sneaky one. But here's the thing about some of these teams: I would either you know try to trade for them. You're basically going to have to get rid of your whole you know in your farm system like you're yeah. just gonna have to give up some of these prospects that you really were high on them but you're like but the you know the bright side is you get Shohei Otani but you know either because here's another thing you if you get him you gotta you gotta sign him to an extension you can't just let mm-hmm. him hang out for one year and let him go to, back to like the Dodgers or something like that so if he's going to East Coast you gotta you gotta make him commit to your team so for, when when it comes to Otani, I know like free agency is like months and months away, not until December. But mm-hmm. the three teams that I do like in free agency are the Yankees, Dodgers, and Mariners and Giants. I sorry, that's four teams, but I think those are the four teams that I I, I honestly like like that. The Yankees because well, you know, you have Aaron Judge locked up. Like you got to get that another superstar. And now here you're gonna be having guys over a fucking billion dollars or whatever. Giants and Mariners, just because it's on the West Coast, I've heard reports that Otani wants to stay on the West Coast and play for right. teams. I think, I think Seattle, because like Otani originally didn't go to Seattle because he didn't want to live underneath Ichiro's shadow per oh, se, especially right, yeah. after Ichiro just left in 2018. Um, and then now the fact that Shohei is looked at like a god, like if he went to Seattle, Ichiro is so a uh, part of like that coaching staff. 
So he can hang out with him for however long, have him teach him the ways. And then San Francisco, just because the Giants are a sneaky good team. Like they have one good year and one bad year. And if they had Shoei in the off season, I think that they can really eliminate those like bad years and just stay consistently good for the next few years. No, yeah, the giant, the San Francisco Giants are oh, are just like that. I don't understand. Like with the past ten years, they seem like they either win the World Series and they go bad, and then like they'll go bad for a little while, and then they'll come back and be like good, like this year. And with, like, I don't the know same how roster I just, too. I know it's crazy how they how they're doing this. Yeah, I just don't understand. But yeah, is there any other baseball stories storylines going on besides Shohei Otani? Because I feel like everybody just talks about Shohei Otani. It's like, oh, where's um, Shohei Otani? I going. mean, besides besides like the I mean, Yankees can, struggling, what's that? Yeah, I was just yeah, the Yankees struggling. The Orioles are looking really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know what you know what. Here's a storyline: Where yeah. did the Arizona Diamondbacks come from? Like, why are, are <laughs> why are all of a sudden they good at baseball? I that that's that's a tough one. I know Corbin Carroll is a stud. Zach Gallon's a stud. Like that team in general is just like they have a bunch of young talent and. They're like a the or the they're like a I guess the Orioles are like a glorified Arizona Diamondbacks. So Arizona Diamondbacks I think are what the Orioles were last season, but a better version of them in my opinion. I don't exactly know like who is in the farm of the Arizona Diamondbacks, but I can bet you it's probably gross. Oh yeah, I bet. Cause like if you look at some of this like you know, if you look at the standings here in baseball, there's a lot of like you know, there's some great teams, but like, there's a lot of like other good, solid teams. Like the, you could say like the Phillies, the Brewers, the Reds, Arizona, and even the Giants. Like, there's so many good teams like in the, in the NL and I, I AL. Really, it's just the East, the Central's a joke, and then the West has got like three good teams, mm-hmm. or I guess two really. Dude, the the Central and I, I guess not really guess much Central, like the NL Central, but. But the AL Central is such a joke. Like you have, <laughs> you have what the entire AFC East will be first place in that division by multiple games. The four teams in the AL West would be in first place, and then you have just who who's leading it? The Guardians, though, right? Or is it the Twins? No, it's the Twins. The Twins are currently up three games to the Guardians. How many wins do they have? Uh, the Twins have fifty three. The Guardians have forty nine. Oh, never mind. The Mariners would be second, but still, though, like. Like every like, there's a lot of teams that would be in first place that are in like third and fourth and fifth place in their divisions, and it's 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 a joke. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure it is. All right, is there any other baseball stuff you wanted to talk about? Uh not off the top of my head, no. All right, well, here I guess we can slightly transition to football because I feel like we might talk for like thirty more minutes about it. So. <laughs> Let's start with the running back situation because okay. I feel like that's sort of been like the talk for the past like couple days now, or I guess week about yeah. this whole running back situation about well, because like Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, and Tony Pollard didn't get you know their uh, contract situated figured out. Now they're going to be playing on their franchise tag, and now all teams are disvaluing the running back position, even though there are some teams that really value that, but other teams obviously just they value it, but they could just pick this guy and replace him with another guy, basically. Yeah. Um, I've always been on the train where it's like, you don't need an elite running back to win. You have an elite offense. If you have an elite offensive line an elite quarterback and a good wide receivers corp, like I think you can do something with that. IE the Kansas city chiefs from last season. Mm-hmm. Um, but like at the same time though, 
what happens if your offensive line isn't good or you need a running back to bail them out a lot and to find that open hole, like the cutback lane and stuff like that. And guys like, and, and like, I think like running backs who can catch the ball and, you know, run really, really well uphill east to west. Like it doesn't matter. I think they're obviously more valuable, like an Austin Eckler. I mean, not, I know his offensive line statistically was like, I think 29th or 30th last season. But at the same time, though, like you look at a guy like Christian McCaffrey, like I would, I would pay him in an instant. If Saquon, I think I would pay him. Like there's about about six or seven running backs in the league that I would pay. And Josh Jacobs, I know for a fact is going to go off this season, and because he didn't end up, he got fran. I believe he got franchise tagged, right? Or right? Who did? Josh Jacobs. Yes, he did. Him, yeah. Saquon, and Tony Pollard were like the three notable running backs I got. All, I, I can guarantee you those are going to be the three leading running backs in the league this season with maybe Dalvin Cook. Not Dalvin Cook, excuse me, Nick Chubb up there too. Yeah. I, I can guarantee that. Like Those running backs feel disrespected and deservedly so. But so And like, I, I don't know. It's it's hard. I, I don't like paying a running back, but if a running back of that caliber, like an elite one, wants to get paid, like just pay them, man. No, yeah, I agree. I agree with some of your take. Like, I agree with, like, if you're a certain running back, like Chris McCaffrey, I don't care. Just take my money. Just here. Yeah. here. Like, he's an elite. Like, the San Francisco 49ers offense basically is centered around now with Chris McCaffrey. Like, he is just everything to that offense. Obviously, they got multiple weapons, but I feel like he really completes that team now. So, and then you obviously, I mean, even Saquon, for example, like, Saquon's literally that team. Like, obviously, Daniel Jones had a decent year. We can respect that, but yeah. I mean, he was, I think he was sort of the main reason why they got to the playoffs for sure. And Josh Jacobs, he was like the NFL rushing. He was, wasn't he the rushing leader this year? Yeah. So, I mean, you got to like put some respect on these guys' names. So at least pay them, like, don't have to go egregious like the Cowboys do with Zeke, but you got to at least give them what they're worth. Like, I mean, I, I respect them for holding out. I know Saquon had an interview. He's like, yeah, I could just say screw the Giants and just not play. And like he, no, like yeah, these I running backs, these running like these running backs want to play, but they also want that payday. And it's they see every other position get the payday, and the running backs are like, what about us? Like, like every other position, like Tremaine Edmonds, like. Ended up getting four years, $80 million, huge, massive overpay. And then there's Saquon Barkley, who's getting one year, $12 million or whatever it is, because the Giants are like, yeah, you're running back. We don't want to pay you. No, yeah. Here here are two scenarios I think that, that should happen. One, I think they should the running backs should do their own camp like the tight ends do. So that way they can teach each other how to be better. And that way, mm-hmm. you know, because like all now all, every tight end now is getting banged. Or they should do with, with the whole writers and actors strike. Just go on a strike and... Be like, we're not playing. We're not playing football this year. <laughs> so we get paid. If that, imagine if that happened. I <laughs> know oh, that'd be crazy. That'd be like the story. That'd be like the whole like storyline through the like, the entire season of it. If if running backs did not play, like if they just got like a bunch of like uh like scrubs like kids that are like former like say like um uh like Adrian Peterson had Adrian Peterson had to come back and play for for like uh like the Tennessee Titans again. <laughs> Because be Derrick nice. Henry was on strike, <laughs> or like uh, Marshall or uh, Marshawn Lynch had to go back to either Seattle or the Raiders because Josh Jacobs was on that strike. Be, that would be a we- that would be a funny and weird scenario at the same time. Imagine seeing like all the like these retired or like XFL running backs come back in the league for a year. That would be funny. That would be fun. 
who do you think would be, most likely would absolutely sign up if that scenario would happen? Like, what's the running back that they'll be like, you know what? I could, yeah, sure. I can just. Mar- yeah. Marshawn Lynch for sure. I oh, feel Marshawn, like he yeah. would come back in and be like, yeah, I'm built for this shit. <laughs> just come back. <laughs> Got to feed his chickens. Yeah, ex- exactly. Oh, gosh. I would think, who who is the running back? Oh, gosh. Oh, I could see Maurice Stone. Do you remember Maurice Stone Drew? Yeah. I could see him coming back for like a couple games. That would that wouldn't be bad. The little like five seven guy who's shifty shifty and quick. That's or like or uh uh shoot, what's his name? He's a he was a really short guy for the Eagles. And Darnell Sproles, yeah. Oh my oh, god, got, I forgot about him. I forgot. Oh my I god, you got to him. come back and play for like five games. <laughs> <laughs> or like Matt Forte. I mean, I could start listing off some old running backs yeah. real quick. All right. Um. Let's see. Oh, here's a really fun topic I wanted to talk about. So, do you have you watched the uh, Netflix show Quarterbacks? Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh, that show was <laughs> it was so awesome. It, like it really. I thought. I mean, we, I feel like if you're a football fan, you would you kind of understand how what quarterbacks you know do for right. Or, you know how much preparation they go to and all this other stuff. But like, really got to see it. Like how what they do. Holy cow, dude! Like basically. Like Kirk Cousins, I thought was the show. Like I thought he was like, like Bravo Cousins. Like he went through so much pain. <laughs> that man, <laughs> dude, he would get he, he. I know there was one. Well, through like the middle of the season or whatever, he's getting absolutely smacked in the middle oh of rips. And he's gosh, sitting yeah. there going down the field. Ah, ah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I felt bad for the man. I know. I I would. I have a cousin who's a Vikings fan, and I usually give him shit for cousins. Yeah. But now after watching this, I mean, I. I like I respect cousins. I respect cousins. Yeah. Now the, I want the, to beat him, but <laughs> I want him to succeed at all costs. I want that man to succeed. I want him to win the next five Super Bowls. I love that man. Yeah. I would I just, fight for that man. Like he and like he it just goes to show you like he's just plus like he's a, a good ass dude. I mean he's, he's just a normal he's dude. a normal dad and just goes to work and everything and like and yeah he spends his cold cash on on his Tuesdays off going into Coles. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Just having a normal Tuesday off or whatever, and then going back mm-hmm. to work Wednesday to Sunday. It's it, it was nice to watch. And like all the preparation he had to do. Did you see the episode where he had to do something with his head? Yeah, I was like, what was that? I was like, what is that? What is he? What, oh, is that what he's got to do? <laughs> and then he's got the you know the uh, the uh, there or was not. He's got the psychologist. He's got the yeah people do massages. He's got the quarterbacks have to do so much stuff to be ready on a Sunday. It's crazy. Exactly, and then there is just casually Patrick Mahomes just weightlifting in the season. Like, goddamn! Mm-hmm. I also like that. Like, he's doing like flexible like software. It just in case it, when you get hit or whatever, like about a joint or whatever goes the wrong way, like you're less likely to hurt yourself and stuff. Which I thought was kind of cool as well. No, yeah, I, I you know what's I would have liked to seen a little bit more of the Marcus Mariota story, but I understood because yeah. like I felt like the cousins and and Patrick had the better story, but I would like to see a little bit more, but I understand. Cause like, you know, Marcus, cause I completely forgot this part of the, of Marcus's story where he went, as soon as he got benched, he left the team because of the uh, surgery and stuff. I was like, wait, yeah. when did that happen? But then like, but then, yeah, I don't remember that. And like, and then apparently like the fans were like, why'd you leave the team and stuff and like this? And like, but he got surgery and he yeah. went back to Vegas. Like, I don't think I don't remember anything about surgery coming up. I it might have been it might have just been a 
internal team type of thing and yeah probably and and it seems like uh, Arthur Smith has so much love for uh, Mariota too. Like Arthur oh, Smith yeah, looks he like sure he's about does. to cry. Like when he was pr- doing a press conference about going to Desmond Ritter, it, it looked like he was about to cry that he had to bench Mariota. Especially no, you know, yeah, I, I I agree. I think especially because you know they were together when he was with the Titans. They're both yeah. were at the Titans at the time, and then once he had to, you know, once uh, Mariota got bent for Tannehill. And then he's given it a second chance with the Falcons switch. I kind of forgot the Falcons like actually did pretty good, like the beginning of the season. And then they started shitting the bed towards yeah. the middle. So I was like, oh, that's right. The Falcons were actually like doing pretty well. And then they kind of just forgot how to play football again. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> so let me ask you this. What are the three next quarterbacks you would like to see? Because I have a list on my phone that the quarterbacks I would like to see. All right, so I believe they said they were going to do another season. So I hope they do. Uh, so one is I would like to see either Joe Burrow or Josh Allen, not on the same one, but just one or the other. Uh, and mm-hmm. the second one is Jared Goff. I think his personality Ooh. would be great. Not only that, but also you get some taste of Dan Campbell on the sidelines with them and stuff. I would like that. And a third quarterback. Um, this is gonna come out of left field, but Sam Howell take a life in a take like like I know he was on the commies last season and played a couple games, but like this is his first full season. Take a dive into like what it's like, quote unquote, being a rookie quarterback per se. Kind of see like how that. much I like that. Like how much preparation they're gonna do if they put in more work during the season than these other vets that they had on, or if it's you know more like a mental thing, physical thing, a little bit of both. I would love to see that. I like I like your three. So when I did my list, I did sort of like how they did it on the show, sort of like, you know, Patrick Mahomes, superstar, Kirk Cousins, like a top 10 or 15 guy, and then Marcus Mariota, sort of like the bridge quarterback. So this is how I did it. So super okay. star-wise, I did Trevor Lawrence, Jalen Hurts, and Justin Herbert. And I also throw in like uh, Joe Burrow. I like and that. then like the top 15 guys I did. I just you know what. Let's just run it back with Kirk Cousins. I want to see more Kirk Cousins <laughs> content. All right. I did him. Jared Goff. I agree with Jared Goff. I think Jared would be awesome. And I did Geno Smith. I think Geno would be interesting. That's that's a nice pick. I, I honestly Geno Smith underrated quarterback for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I did Tua just because I think if they did both either one, if if they had to like choose one of those two, I think one of those two would be great. Because, like, mm-hmm. you know, two of the whole concussion thing, and, you know, he learning how to fall and other stuff. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. And then sort of in the Marcus role, actually, I had one more in the top 15-ish, but I don't think he's really top 15 anymore. But he, he used to be Deshaun Watson. I think if he did the show, I think it would sort of, like, would lessen his image that we all know him for what he is now, I guess. Yeah. There's going to be two reactions from the public. One is going to be like, hey, you know, like, you know, we forgive him and everything. Like, his actions, like, he's actually coming across as a nice guy. Or two, the public's going to be like, why the fuck do you have Deshaun Watson on this? It's going to be no in between. No, yeah. And then for the Marcus role, I had Ryan Tannehill, Baker Mayfield, and Jimmy Garoppolo. I like I like that. I like the Baker one especially. Yeah, I think if okay, – so if I had to choose three, I would do Baker – I would do Tua, and then I would do Justin Herbert. I think those three would be. I, like I think that would be. I a love great the season. Justin Herbert one. I'm a huge fan of. I'm a huge fan of the Chargers in general. Like I love Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and Eckler, and all my friends are like, just go be a goddamn Chargers fan at this point. <laughs> no, you do not want to be a Chargers fan. Dude. No, all they no, do no. is suffer. I root. I root for the individual players. I don't root for the team. <laughs> no, yeah, that's fair. But no, I'm super. 
I think they said they are coming out with a season two, but yeah, yeah I'm excited so. to see who they come out or who they decided the next three quarterbacks are. Cause I think it'll be great regardless of who, whoever it is. But yeah, that's sort of my, was sort of my list. Oh, you know what other thing I meant? You know, I noticed like when they go back and forth with Kirk and uh, Patrick, Patrick cusses so much, dude. I'm like, dude, just chill out a minute. Like, I don't exactly. care if you curse like it, but like, calm down for just like five seconds. Like, you don't need to be like, fuck, you know, because when he got that injury or something like that, like, I get it, it's it's a human reaction. You're like, gonna say whatever, but like, I think sometimes he just blacks out and doesn't know what the fuck he's saying. You're talking, you're talking about the one in the playoffs, that ankle injury, right? Yeah, or that the playoff injury or even yeah. a couple of times before the playoffs started, like when he's in the game and talking smack a little bit, I think he just blacks out and doesn't know what the hell he's about to say. Oh, I honestly, I like, I, I, I don't like Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I look him at, look at him as a competitor. Oh no, yeah. That's a fair. Fan. Like, I, I can see why you don't may not like him for those 13 <laughs> seconds of your life. Ex- exactly. Um, but I respect him as a competitor though. Like, if no, yeah. He, if I he wants to like, I, I love, I respect guys who talk shit no matter what up or down. Like, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes has, you know, he, he, I, the fact that he talks shit when he's down seventeen nothing is is great, and then of course like the second that he talks shit, he goes down and scores a touchdown. So, no, yeah, that's. I was, but then when they would show Kirk Cousins, he'd be like, he's sort of like Philip Rivers, but I think he's probably not as bad as Philip Rivers when he would, you know, you know, because yeah. Philip Rivers has never, literally, never cussed in his life, and he, you know, but mm-hmm. like Kurt. God, man, I just I just love Kirk Cousins now. I can't get enough of him. I really can't. <laughs> I agree with that. It seems like a lot of people I've talked to really love Kirk Cousins after that. Because, like, you know, he shows that he's a family man. He really just wants to do well for his team. And I feel like that Kirk – like, when you wa- – I feel like watching this show, it gives you, like, a better perspective of, like, some of these, like, you know, what media outlets say. Be like, oh, I don't think – the head coach really likes his quarterback or something like that. It's like, no, I think these head coaches actually do like the quarterback. It's just maybe the front office may not. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. All right. Uh, let's see what other things that I have for us to talk about. Let's see. Oh yeah. I wanted to do sort of like a, since we're getting, clo- we're getting inches closer to, uh, you know, actual football. I feel like since, you know, you're a Buffalo's guy, I think we should do a little preview of the, AFC East. Okay. Because I feel like you're sort of an expert on that division. So, yes. I'll let you have it. I'll let you have first crack at the AFC right. East. So, I'm going to This go, is going to be a very interesting division, I will say. It is. It's going to be tough. And so, fourth, it's a no-brainer. It is the New England Patriots. And I don't I don't want to say that they're bad, but just the whole entire AFC East got so much better and the Patriots kind of stood pat. They did get Bill O'Brien as their offensive coordinator, but like outside of that though, like you get Mike Gusecki, which is, you know, he wasn't utilized under uh, Daniels in Miami, but oh, that's I think right. I forgot he went to the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, he ended up uh I forgot about him until today, uh when I was talking to my uncle who's a Patriots fan about him. But uh-huh. yeah, so their their defense is going to be gross per the usual, and I think they're all. I think a lot of it rests on their offense. If they're if Mac Jones can just not turn the ball over and kind of do like dink and dunk stuff and kind of just stick to that game plan, I think they'll be fine. Like they'll they're a better team when they're up, but if they go down by 14, 17 points, it's wraps. So I think I think the Patriots are in a tough spot here. If they get six wins, seven wins, like I wouldn't be shocked at all. And then hold on, do you remember? Do you remember when Bailey Zappi was the shit for like two weeks? <laughs> yeah. I, and like, what Patriots happened to him? Like, 
He, uh, I, I actually don't really know. <laughs> what um, happened? But to I know, I know he's still on that the Monday roster. Monday night game against the Bears, he was like the greatest quarterback that no one's ever is that is anybody ever seen. It's like oh everybody's my god, everybody's calling for like him to take Mac Jones' spot, and then Bailey Zappi has one game, and everybody's like, we want Mac Jones back. <laughs> exactly. It's like what? What happened? Yeah. No, good. All right, continue. Um, I just, I just remember that popping in my head. Like, <laughs> oh, I tried Bailey Zappi. What happened to him? Yeah, he. He was gross for a couple weeks. Um, and then third, this is this is tough. Oh, uh, three, two, and one. I'm gonna go with the Jets here. Um, the Jets? Yeah, I'm going Jets at three. <laughs> uh, so I think they'll still get ten wins. I think I think the 10, 10, 11 wins. They'll still make the playoffs. However, okay, they they still they sold out for Aaron Rodgers. Their Super Bowl window went from maybe five, six years from now to one to two years with a guy like Aaron Rodgers. But at the same time, you have Garrett Wilson, who I'm a huge fan of Garrett Wilson. Dude is absolutely gross. He can be a top receiver in his league for five, seven, ten years, in my opinion. Brees Hall got put on the pup list, so he's not going to mm-hmm. be back. He probably won't be back until Halloween, if I'd assume so. And it's an ACL really? injury. Yeah, I, I think so. I honestly, I think it won't be until Halloween. I don't know. There, I haven't heard any reports, but I feel like he's doing pretty well. I thought he was gonna be ready by like the season starting because he's no. he tore it like he, like he during like, it, like what was it week six or seven or eight around there? Yeah, it was like er, sort of mid, but early enough. It was. It was kind. Of, I think it was towards the end of October. And I all I know is it was against the Broncos. Yeah, me. Too. That's all I remember too. Um. Yeah, though, their defense is going to be top five right. for usual. Quinnen Will, who was it? It was Quinnen Williams got the extension, I believe. Yes. Sauce Garner's a top corner in the league already, and he's going into his second year. He's only going to get better. Uh, do they still have Marcus May, I think? Mar- um, who? Marcus May. He's a safety. He might. Right. I don't know if he went to the Saints or if he's on the Jets. Um, but either way, though, that defense is going to be gross. I think the I think the season will again rests on the offense. If they can come out swinging, got Alan Lazard, have Garrett Wilson, I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be good. Personally, that uh, off uh, that. What's up? Hold on, I'm looking. Up, I'm looking up this Marcus May guy. ZV still it. on the Jets? Nope, he's on New Orleans. Okay, all right, that's what I thought. I wasn't sure if he was on the Jets or if he went to New Orleans. All right, um, and then second. <laughs> I want to go in Dolphins here. Or are you gonna go? What's that? I don't know if I'm gonna go Dolphins or Bills. I haven't really thought about it because you can go either way. You can go Dolphins at second because of can Tua stay healthy, can Tua stay consistent. But the Dolphins roster, like honestly, it, you could argue it's better than the Bills. But then you can say the Bills at second because, like, outside of Diggs, like who's your actual weapon? Now you do have Gabe Davis, you do have Kincaid and Dawson Knox, and you. Got Damien Harris James because going into his second season, but is that that defense is healthy? You have still have Von Miller for the Bills, but on the defensive side of ball of the ball for the Dolphins, so you have Christian Wilkins. I know you saw Byron Jones and Xavier Howard who are getting older, but that defense but you also I think Jalen is, Ramsey and Jalen Ramsey too. Jalen with that secondary is going to be gross. Ultimately, you know what I wouldn't shock me though is if the Dolphins and Bills get thirteen and fourteen wins apiece, or maybe twelve mm. to thirteen wins. Like, um, imagine like one of those teams has twelve wins at second place, and then the other team has thirteen wins, getting first and possibly a first round bye, and the other team has to go on the road. Like, you know how bad that would be. But this is hard. Um, I'm gonna go Dolphins second. Not trying to. Be, I'm not trying to be biased. Um, but. 
if they can come out swinging like they did early in the season last season, my opinion might change. I just, I can see the Dolphins defense winning them a lot of games, especially with that secondary adding Jalen Ramsey was a huge add. I don't think they gave up much for him either. And then no, you have, <laughs> and then they added um, offensive side of the ball. You get rid of Gasecki, but he wasn't really doing much either. I know they're running back a Chan or a Chani or whatever. I think he's going to be gross. He's fast. Then you add him with Tyree Kill and Jalen Hill, Jalen Waddle. All Tua has to do is just throw screen passes, slants, drags, whatever, and they're off to the races. Like people that slander Tua because he doesn't throw the ball downfield, they don't have to with two guys on the outside like that. No, yeah, for real though. You know what's crazy about the Dolphins roster? Like, if you look at that roster, like there's so much talent on that team. Mm-hmm. Like for real, though. They got Bradley Chubb, Jalen Ramsey. The you know Xavier Howard and the other corner that you just mentioned. Uh, what was the other one? Byron Jones. Byron Jones. I mean, he's still. I guess he's still okay. They have I mean, young they got, safeties too. Yeah, and I mean, they got Christian Wilkins, like you said. I mean, that defense is actually like if you on paper it should be really good, but mm-hmm. obviously we'll have to oh. see what it, you know when it translates on the field. But like offensively, we saw what what Tua did with that offense. Like when he when he stayed healthy, it looked it was legit. Like Tua was slinging that ball, you know. You know, Jalen Waddle and Tyree did the rest, but like they were cooking sometimes. Remember the game where they were playing the Ravens and the and the Dolphins just came back down fourteen or something like crazy, or was it twenty one? They, they, they were they were down. I believe it was like thirty five twenty one. They were down going into the fourth quarter and they came back and won. That game was crazy though. I I I don't think I was I didn't I didn't watch that game, but like I saw on like the bottom ticker it was like no, thirty five yeah. twenty one, and all of a sudden like the Dolphins were like thirty five thirty one or thirty five thirty five something like that. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that was crazy. I, I started catching it toward. I I don't remember why I was. I always oh, because um I had Waddle, so I I decided to flip it on to see if Waddle would do something for fantasy purposes. So I was like, all right, let me I'm see. I'm assuming if he did well in that game. I think he did. I don't know what his stats were, but I'm going to assume he did pretty well as well. But no, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, like you said with the Bills too, I think, well, first of all, is Diggs okay? Is he cool? Are we Are we cool? I, we yeah, I, I, I think. <laughs> we I, good? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think Diggs is okay. Um, but yeah, again, he does this all the time, so. Yeah, like, I, like, I'm not worried about it until he holds out of like actual training camp, then I'll be worried. Um, but I know like Ellen and Vaughn had said that it was all like off the field stuff and everything. I don't honestly like I don't buy that. Like I think it's more of a Ken Dorsey problem. I don't think it's a player problem. I think mm. it's a offensive coordinator problem. Like one, you lose a wide receivers coach in Chad Hall, who is beloved by the players, and then two, you lose Brian Dable, who is also beloved by the players. And yeah, Ken Dorsey was beloved, but it seems like he's more of a Josh Allen guy, and he was the quarterbacks coach before then, and. So then you bring him in, and it feels like Diggs feels like he's not a part of like, you know, if a if a the Bills want to go, for example, DeAndre Hopkins. If the Bills were interested in DeAndre Hopkins, I don't know if they were or not. I, we there were just reports that they were. If Bean went to Josh Allen and Von Miller, is like, hey, like, what do you think if we signed DeAndre Hopkins and Diggs isn't there? I think that's where the problem is. Diggs feels like the management in front of offense doesn't feel like they're treating him like a top receiver in the league which is absolutely bullshit like you gotta you gotta treat him like Josh Allen in my opinion like there's no there's no Josh Allen without Diggs and there's no Diggs without Josh Allen in my opinion they just mesh so well together so I think that was a problem I mean he had more he had what 
10 less targets last season than the season before, but had more catches. He had a catch percentage of 8% higher last season. I don't think it's a usage issue. And also, Josh Allen was dealing with some off-the-field stuff with his now ex-girlfriend, uh, Brittany or whatever. Oh, yeah. Who, yeah, um, if you don't know the story or whatever, Josh kind of got a girl pregnant during week eight or week nine or whatever. Wait, what? Yeah, at a bar or whatever. That's the rumor. That's not confirmed, but that's just oh, a rumor. That's just um, a rumor. Oh, and then okay. they broke up, and now he's with Haley Seinfeld, but it felt like... I was going to say, yeah. I knew he's with Hitler, a rumor to be in, in a relationship with Haley Seinfeld, which... My man. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Man. Um, yeah, he ended up so then he I did not know this rumor. I guess this was probably more of yeah, a it's buffalo. It's just like a buffalo you know. thing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's um, <laughs> um yeah, and then he ended up getting the eight UCL injury against the Jets. And you know what's crazy is that like that's when his play started to quote unquote decline, but he but there's charts though that show him being better in arm talent than Joe Burrow. I, I I'd have to go look at the uh, charts a different time or whatever. But there's charts showing him that he's still better, not accuracy wise, but yards wise and like EPA or whatever, better than Joe Burrow. And everybody's you know saying Joe Burrow is better than Allen. And I can see where it's coming from. I you can flip flop either one of them at two or three, three two, like whatever you want. It depends who you talk to. And I think the whole. Diggs throwing his arms up. It's like one Josh Allen played. Let's be honest. I was at I was at that game and he played. He played like shit. Like the second the Bengals went up fourteen nothing in the first quarter, I go over to my dad and I'm like, yeah, like this game's over. Like you felt the whole building just their air is deflated. Now, so I think it was the off field issues that he was going through with his ex girlfriend and stuff. And Diggs is like, I think it was like an on field play. Like Allen's like, hey, like. On that fourth, on that fourth down, like you got to go to Diggs no matter what. If he catches it or not, like go go oh, to yeah, him. Yeah. And then also, it's like, like why you let this get to your head, man? Like you know, this is football. Like it's football, me and you, bro. And you know, I, I like Diggs' competitive fire in his edge, and I like that he gets guys fired up. So I'm I'm a huge fan of Diggs. If I'm being honest, if it was between Diggs or Allen, I would probably choose Diggs over Allen, not by much, but wow. yeah, <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, I was going to joke with you about, you know, Josh Allen being on the Madden cover and he's him having a new girlfriend now. Is, is he just is he being distracted on off the field? But <laughs> I don't know now. Yeah, <laughs> especially now with the whole girlfriend, this whole girl being pregnant. He's there's, got three things on his mind now. There's been there's been reports, though, from Buffalo reporters that this is the most locked than he's ever been in his career. Most locked in. Like, he's locked yes. in. Like, he's All locked right. in for the season. You know what I think is going to actually help him play better? Okay, like, this whole, like, single Josh Allen, everybody around, like, Buffalo is like, oh, like, he's single now. Like, he's going to win MVP, throw for massive, a lot of yards yeah, and touchdowns and everything. But then now, like, I think he'll actually play better with a girlfriend and a healthy, stable relationship. I, I think Brittany was more like a, his ex-girlfriend was more like a social media type of, guy or girl um, and Haley Steinfeld is just like this laid back kind of like kind of stay on the low um celebrity and I think that's going to help him a lot perform all right all right I I can see it I mean I'm gonna be rooting for Josh because I like Josh I like his personality and all that so I hope he does well I'm not gonna root against him but you that's know. fair <laughs> uh let's see I guess here I'll give some of my thoughts on the AFC okay. go for it's, it so one I now you got me thinking about the Dolphins. If you want, a, if you want, if you want to put the Dolphins or Jets first, like I'm not going to get mad. I kind of want to put the Jets at first. That's, I think the Jets is interesting. Be, I think I might put the Jets at first because, like, I really like that. I mean, I do like that roster, and plus, I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers, and as a Bears fan, I know 
how well he does yeah. during the regular season. Now, when it comes to postseason time, I, I you know, <laughs> we've all seen it. We have all exactly. seen it. Uh-huh. He does really well in the, in the regular season, but you know, once that comes the uh, playoff time, but yeah, it's not, it's not always pretty. It's not clean. No. Right. It's not clean. All right, but no, I think I'll – all right, here, I'll do this. So I'll go Bills 1, Jets 2, okay. Dolphins 3, but those three will all be, like, really close in the – you know, we'll have, They'll like – They'll be going back and forth between the top three. Yeah, season. so the Bills – or, yeah, the Bills will still have, like, you know, whatever, 12 or 13. The Jets will have about 10 or 11, and the Dolphins will be sort of in that 10 to 9, I think. And then the Patriots – I feel like, you know, everybody – just assumes that the Patriots will finally like get it together at some point, just because they have Bill Belichick as their head coach and all the other stuff. But like everybody else in the division is getting better. You guys haven't really gotten any better since Brady has left. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and then, so I have a question real quick. So okay. remember last season when the AFC West be going into last season where everybody was writing off the chiefs saying how, Oh, the Chargers got so much better. The Broncos got Russell Wilson. Are you saying the AFC East is about to turn into AFC West and everybody in the AFC not, West is going to suck? Like, I, I, like, I, I really wonder that. There's two things. One, do you think that a lot of people are making the mistake with the Bills saying how the Jets and Dolphins have gotten better and they're going to pull the Chiefs? Not saying they're going to make it or win the Super Bowl, but just saying like division, just like being good in the division and winning the division. You think guys are they're making in a mistake saying that about the Bills, what everybody did about the Chiefs last season? Or do you think it's a different story with this? I th- it's a fair question. It's a fair question. Oh, man, that's a... I think it's slightly different. I think it's okay. slightly different. So, that, yeah, that's I, fair. Man, that's... I'm trying to but think, like... What if, what if the Jets and Dolphins come out and just, like get eight, nine wins, and the Bills are out here with 12 wins, like how the AFC West was last season where the Chiefs got the first seed, and then there, I don't think there was a I, – I don't know if the yeah, – right, and then well, you have the Chargers do, with 10 wins. But All right, let's do a quick exercise. Okay. Let's look at all these – let's look at the Dolphins, Bills, and Jets' first five games. So the first okay. game is with the Bills. It's the Jets on Monday night. Okay. You wanna, here, I'll let you – I'll say winner – is that a win or a loss for the Bills? Is that, that's in New York, right? Yes, yes, it is. It's also on nine eleven, so I think that's a loss. That's just yeah, my me too. I I think they're going to split. I think the Jets win one at home, and the Bills will win one win one at home. In my opinion. All right, week two it's the Raiders at home. Oh, that's so that's a win probably a win. Yeah. Uh, Commanders at Commanders. That's probably a win. Yeah. All right, and then you get the Dolphins at home, I, though. I think I think that's a win. I think we same thing. I think we split with the Dolphins too. And then week five, you get the Jags. But this one's an international game. I think this one's in London. I, don't I know. think I'm confused I got the with the international games now. I got the Jags. Yes, this one's in the Jags, the, Yeah, I, I got the Jags there just because I think the Jags, the Jags have so much more experience going to London, and I think that's going to really wear on the Bills, like especially late in the game. All right, one more. How about the Giants and Bills? This one was also at the Bills. I, I think the Bills get that. I think the, so. You currently got them at six and zero. So congratulations, you're three and three. <laughs> all right let's do the dolphins now okay all right the dolphins first game it's the chargers at chargers if i'm being honest i think the dolphins lose that all right well then the dolphins have to go to the patriots That's on a sunday easy. night they clap, they, they clap the patriots okay <laughs> week three they get the broncos at home win and then you already said they would lose to the bills at bills yeah and then week five they get the giants at home That's a win 
Week six, they get the Panthers at home. Win. All right, another two and four season for them. <laughs> All right, Jets. Here we go. J E T S. Jets. 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 That was the Monday night game. We both agreed that's a win because it's on nine yeah. eleven. Mm-hmm. All right, and then they get the Cowboys week two. Oh, that's at Jerry's tough. world. Oh, that's tough. That can go 50-50. That you're either gonna get in Dak Prescott where he's unbelievable, or Dak Prescott where he just throws six picks. <laughs> I think I think I think the Jets win this game. All right, that's fair. I'll go with the win then. All right, and then they get then they come back home for the Pats. That's a win. I think they beat the Pats. Yeah, I think then their next game is the Chiefs, but it's at home. I think the Chiefs think probably win that one. Yeah, yeah, I think they lose that one. All right, let's see how many games was that four. So then we got the. Then they go to the Broncos, Breeze Hall revenge game there. That's a win. Yeah, because it's a Breeze Hall revenge game. <laughs> yeah. All right. Then I think this will be sort of another real test because, like, honestly, if you look at the Jets' schedule, it's kind of like low key, kind of tough their first six games. Because then the the next one after the Broncos one is the Eagles. Ooh, I think they lose at that. home though. It's at home, so. Yeah, I, I think they lose that. I think the Eagles are gonna just be as good as last season. Now they're not gonna they're not gonna have a softer schedule like they had last season, but so I think they'll be good. All right. So we have established that the New England Patriots are winning the series because you projected <laughs> everybody was gonna win their first six games. <laughs> all right, no, all right. So I think we're sort of on the same page that the top three could sort of be interchangeable, but we yes. think that either the Bills or Dolphins could be one or two. The Jets are sort of like in that two, three range, most likely be in that three, I think. And the Patriots are the Patriots, and they'll probably yeah. end up having like six or seven wins somehow. Dude, if the Patriots end up getting like nine wins this season and there's not fourth in the division, I might be questioning life, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. All right, let's do some. Let's do AFC North real quick. Okay. All right, so the AFC North is kind of another really intriguing it's one. It's that tough. one's tough. Like I think this one's like this. This division, it's it. This so last year's AFC West is legitimately this yes. this division. I think yes. this one. I think this division is going to be. The it's it's going to be a dog fight. I think fourth place is going to have nine wins, in my opinion. All right, so let's do the the uh, Cincinnati Bengals that the Joe Burrow is you know just own everybody except for. Last year in the AFC I'm Championship not, game, I'm not going to doubt the Bengals. They're going to get first in the division. I know. I want to throw a team like the Ravens up there, but I'm not. I'm not betting against Joey Burrow. So, oh, but then you kind of froze. You kind of froze on me. Oh no! <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Oh, well, I was myself, say. Myself, am I good? Yeah, you were the one who's right. frozen for a second. Okay. All right, continue All right. on with the Bengals. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the Bengals. I can't bet against Joey Burrow. Like he's gonna get first until he, until him, Josh Allen, and Patrick Mahomes prove me wrong. I'm not betting against either of those quarterbacks. No, yeah, I agree. So who's coming in second? Oh shit, <laughs> I blanked out. Um, that now this is where it gets tough. Um, not really though. I'm going with the Ravens. I think their offense has gotten better, but it's gotten to stay the same at the same time. Did I you am, see I, they signed Melvin Gordon? I did see that. Why do they have so many running backs? It just shows me they're not committed Dude, they're to just, Lamar Jackson trying to throw the ball. They're just gonna come out in like three tight end personnel and just like run the ball. That's gonna piss me off because like I really want Lamar to like succeed, even though I give shit to uh, another relative of mine who's like a Raven slash mainly a Lamar Jackson fan. I'm like, yeah, because I, you know, because he's uh, we have like a little group chat within our fantasy league, 
and okay. somebody sent a screenshot of the uh, of the signing, and I, you know, jokingly made the comments like, "Well, the Ravens are just still gonna keep running the ball and not let Lamar throw." <laughs> that that honestly, that's a realistic possibility. Honestly, because like they have five running backs now. They have Melvin Gordon. They have Justice Hill. They have. KJ Dobbins, they have uh, Gus Edwards, and they have somebody else. But yeah, it's like you got yeah, you can't keep all five. No, you can't. I mean, they Somebody's probably could. But... I mean, you could, but you'll be taking a huge hit at wide receivers, another position group. Yeah, and plus they got OBJ. You got to throw the ball to OBJ, or he's gonna get and mad. Mark Andrews gonna... and Bateman too. Oh, pff, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm really scared about Bateman. <laughs> I Look, I really liked him in Minnesota. Out. Don't get me wrong. I hoped yeah. he was. I was really hoping he was going to go somewhere else besides the Ravens. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> and then, so I I'll, one more thing about the Ravens here, real quick. I think their defense is going to be good. Like good, not great, but I think it'll have his inconsistent inconsistencies. Honestly, I don't. Yeah, the Ravens' defense, like on paper, because like t- I feel like towards. Somewhere in this, I don't know what was about it, but for some reason, they on moments they look great. They look like just, mm-hmm. you know, and then at other times, like I felt like during that, uh, the Giants and the Jacksonville Jaguars game I was like, what are they doing? Like, why had their defense playing so bad or they're, something like that? You know, what yeah, I mean? their secondary right? was like the main problem last season. I yeah, saw. I guess so. That I guess, yeah, but no, yeah, I had some questions about that defense at times. Yeah, me too. Um, and then third now. Ah, oh, this is tough because I'm really high on the Steelers, but I'm also high on the Browns. But I'm going to go Steelers here three just because I don't know what I'm going to get with Deshaun Watson on the Browns. But the Steelers, though, their def- I mean, their defense is going to be good as always. I mean, Minka, you have TJ Watt. You did who who they lose? They lost um oh well, they lost him to the Lions. Um, he was a corner. Shit, I forgot his name. Um, he oh, was a oh, really oh. good corner too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, who was it? The first person that, that came to mind was like Joe Hayden, but Joe Hayden's retired. <laughs> I don't know yeah, why. I'm gonna, Joe look, I'm gonna look that up real quick. All right, you look it up as I'm trying to think of like old Steelers wide corners. All right, let's see here. Um, gosh, who was it? Is it? They still have Jeff. Yeah, they still have Jeff Takuda. Yeah. Or no, uh, or I think no. Did he get traded to the no, Falcons? No, the line. No, the Lions don't have Jeff Fakuda anymore. That's because I think he got or traded to the Falcons. They don't. Hold up. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm looking at their, I'm looking at their roster right now. Um, let me see. Oh, wrong one. Um, can I get something with just like positions instead of just random guys? That'd be nice. <laughs> All right, offense. That's fine. We can go to defense. Yes. Um, We're not ending this recording until we figure out who it was. <laughs> it was, I believe it was an ass. Oh, it was Cameron Sutton. That's who it is. Oh, Cameron Sutton. Okay, okay. I, yeah. I recognize the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Lions don't have Akuda or Awari, I believe. Um, because yeah, I think they traded Jeff Akuda. Yeah, they don't have either of them anymore. Yeah, because they traded Jeff Akuda for like a fifth round pick, too. Nice. Love those fifth round picks. <laughs> Facts. Um, yeah, though, like I think this, I th- I think the Steelers are going to be good. It all like Kenny Pickett. He, I believe he threw one. I mean, Mike Tomlin hasn't had a losing season yet, so like, like I, if the Steelers get ten wins, I won't be shocked at all. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm in the minority of. 
I just don't know what to think of the Steelers because, like, at times when you watch, like, when you watch sort of the in the beginning of the season. Now, granted, Mitch Trubisky was at the quarterback position. Now, granted, yeah. I love Mitch. I will always say nice things about Mitch, but I can be somewhat realistic about Mitch. He's, you know, you know, but but when Kenny got in, he showed a little bit more of a spark. He showed a little bit more of a. a more excitement so but at times i felt like that Steelers offense just was slightly inconsistent i don't know that's just my thought yeah like i felt like that also their defense could carry them most most games so i think this year is gonna you're gonna get a year where kenny's gonna show you like the confidence that he had that end last season and uh, Najee harris i think is gonna have a bounce back season and actually get that yards per carry higher than like 3.2 no, yeah, I, closer I, to like four. I think sort of the problem with the Steelers last year is their offensive line and mm-hmm. the OC. I, I was Dude. tired of that OC. I was like, get rid of him now. Even I'm not right. even a Steelers fan. I was like, get rid of him. <laughs> yeah, because I, 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 I had I had not. There, 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 right there were moments where Kenny Pickett. There were many moments where Kenny Pickett's like yelling at the sideline, like, "Why the what, what the fuck are you calling?" And just went <laughs> on his own at that point. Like, the, it's sad when like a rookie quarterback can call better plays than their the offensive coordinator. Like a lot, of, although a lot of quarterbacks call better plays than the offensive coordinators, just because the quarterback, oh, yeah, facts. yeah, like they're they're always in the film room. I'm not saying the offensive coordinators aren't obviously they are, but like quarterbacks know like the plays on the back of their head. I mean, they're actually on the field; they can see what's going on. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I wish more quarterbacks would just call their own plays. Honestly. You know how crazy that would be if they went back to the old style where they had to go to their quarterback wrist and go, all right, we're going to go trips, right, V, X, Ducks, seven. That would be – honestly, that would be easier. The uh, the offensive coordinator or whatever just in the ear be like, oh, just say like 23 or whatever, and they go to 23 and just read it off like that instead of trying to memorize it in the ear piece or whatever. Just going quick, just a quick nugget with that whole like quarterback series we were just talking yeah. about a little bit earlier. I it's remarkable how they can memorize all those like all those like long ass plays. It's like I can't even do that. Like I can memorize no, like that's Dude, nuts. It's like, basically like playing telephone like for seventeen weeks. That's horrible. Fast. I can I can hardly play telephone when I'm. I, with I mean, people. I guess it kind of helps when like you have like the formation in one spot every time, and like you know what wide receiver X is gonna do, wide receiver Y, etc. Like what they're gonna do in the same spot. I guess that kind of helps, but still. Yeah, I guess. All right, but no. All right, I just wanted to do that. All right, you can sure. we can continue on the AFC North. I just thought that whole thing with having to read out like a twenty or twenty words out. You know, that was, that that was kind of insane. <laughs> um. And then the Browns are fourth. I uh, but although I've, I've seen a lot of hype around the Browns, and if you get Deshaun Watson back, is closer to a top ten quarterback, like they can compete for a first or second in the division. But I, I mean, I guess we'll see. Yeah, I think with the whole Browns thing, I think the Brown like, like you know, when they had Baker, they had a really good, they had a really good roster. You know, Baker mm-hmm. just played played a little inconsistently and we were sort of blaming it in that at least i was because i'm a baker guy still am yet again i like i just really love average quarterbacks <laughs> i still think they have help. <laughs> i just think they still have help but no i, I was sort of blaming it on obj and Car- and uh kevin Savansky a little bit but after thinking about it i think like, man well i think i'm just gonna blame it more on lbj than i am kevin Savansky. i felt like it's kind of like an obj problem but Hey, I mean, you know, we're not we're not really players or management, but no, yeah, from true. like a fan point of view or whatever, it seemed like it was definitely an OBJ problem. No, yeah. So yeah, okay. So like I was sort of saying, like when they had Baker, their offense or I guess their team 
was like really good. I thought they were going to be like, cause like when they beat the Steelers in the wild card and then they competed against the chiefs in that playoff game, I was like, Oh, the Browns are going to, you know, they're going to start competing in this stuff. And then they slightly, you know, took a step back. Then they, you know, they committed all their money to Deshaun Watson, even with all mm-hmm. the baggage he had. So I think if they get Deshaun Watson, you know, he missed what, like eight games, right? Yeah. Because of the suspension or whatever like that. Yeah. So, I mean, if, you know, once he gets to actually like play a full season, so it'll be kind of interesting to see how how he actually get like if he gets back to his old form and stuff like that. Because like he had, like prior to that, you know, his first game back from that suspension, he hasn't played. He hadn't played for like nearly like a year and a half or two yeah, or something like that. Looked, crazy. He did not look. He did not look good. But I don't really blame him for not looking good. Yeah, exactly. So I think if if Deshaun can like you know show a little bit of that old Deshaun Watson we watched him with the Texans, and I think he. They can probably be in that two to three range, I think. That's fair. I like that assessment. But yet again, I think the AFC East and like the AFC North are just going to be like a battle Dog to get a while for like a playoff spot. Because like, I mean, if we're being realistic, like the AFC West is going to either going to get two teams at most. Mm-hmm. I think the Broncos are the the Broncos, the Broncos are, are the right there, backs. but then you know. The, fe- the Broncos are sort of on the fence. We got to see what Sean Payton brings. And then, you know, the AFC South is just a joke right now. Yeah. Oh, my God. Bags. I mean, I don't, I don't even know who's going to win that division. Do you know who's going to win that division yet? Because you Jags. got the Houston Texans on a rookie. I got the, Jags. I mean, the Houston Texans got a rookie. The Colts have a rookie. The Titans, I have no idea who's going to start a quarterback, even though it'll probably be Ryan Tannehill. But they got like three quarterbacks. And then you got yeah. another rookie at um, who's, who's the other team? There's, there's the Jags. Oh yeah, the Jags. I get. Oh yeah, the Jags. I forgot they were in that division. But no, yeah, I guess the Jags are going to win that division. But the other three yeah. are not. Are not even remotely close no, to winning football games. So you got the Jags, the the Chiefs, and the Chargers. That's three. And you're going to tell me one of the other uh, four spots There's are going to get filled in by the AFC North or AFC East? And that's going to be about. You're going to have seven spots out of the North and East. Well, seven teams competing: two in the AFC West and then one in the AFC South. No, yeah. So, like I said, I think the AFC East and the AFC North are just going to be a battle to get that yes. to get, oh, to get sure. in the playoff spot. Obviously, dude, I wouldn't be too much about the that... Patriots, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, dude, all all seven of those eight teams in the, either of those two divisions can win the division, in my opinion. Like, honestly. no, yeah, for sure. All right, uh, let's see. I want to take. I don't want to take too much of your time. Oh, you're good. You're being so gracious as being a guest. <laughs> I got you, man. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I guess that's. Is there anything else you wanted to slightly talk about? Um. Here, I, let me ask you this. All right, go ahead. Uh, what are your? Who are your five favorite Bills players of all time? Oh, that's tough. Um. One, I, person, I know. I like you know, like you know, like um. Like the five best ever, like your personal favorites. Let's see. All right, so I'm going to start with number one. Number one is going to be Paul Pazlosny. Um Who's that? He, what's that? Who's that? Uh, he, so he was a middle linebacker for the Bills back in during their drought days, like 20, 2009, 2010, like around okay, that time. Okay, his name again? Maybe I don't remember. Uh, Paul Pazlosny. Okay, it's it's slightly coming back. All right. Yeah, he played for the Jags after the Bills. Um, Yeah, I got him one. And then two is going to be Diggs, three is going to be Allen, four is going to be LaShawn McCoy, and then ooh, five is tough. Um, five, I'm 
gonna go with Jordan Poyer. I like Jordan Poyer. I'd yeah, like I it. could go him or Kyle Williams at five, in my opinion. Mm. I'm probably forgetting somebody, but yeah. No Tyron Taylor? No, he's he's up there in the top ten, but he mm. he was too much of a game manager for me. I wasn't a huge fan of him. Or Case Keenum. Okay, yeah, totally. Or Matt, Case or, um, Matt Barkley is actually. Oh, Matt there. Barkley. I was just, I was trying to think of some of the other shitty quarterbacks you guys have had in the past. Thad Lewis. Do you even know who Thad? Do you know who Thad Lewis is? Oh yeah, I've heard the name. <laughs> he came or, in when EJ Manuel got hurt. Oh, EJ Manuel lit up the yeah. Dolphins. Yeah. Man, that was a great pick. Yeah. Oh gosh, who other like bad Bills players? Man, you guys have been like prior to Josh Allen and like this new research. Terrible. You guys went through a pretty rough stretch. Yes, it was terrible, and the the fact that I don't remember like we were bad when I was my entire childhood, and really up until like 2017, we got lucky as hell to make the playoffs. Like we didn't really become like if I'm being honest, we didn't really become like this elite team until 2020. Like 2019, we got in, we were competing for the division, but we got in with the wild card or whatever, and kind of blew a 60 nothing lead to uh, the Texans and lost in overtime. And then 2020, we came out and just punched everybody in the throat. So. 2020, that was the first time in probably like 20, 23 years that we were actually elite. Because didn't you guys were sort of like the or were the Lions for a little bit or not were the Lions, but, you know, but like you had like a really long playoff drought, but you, then you got saved by Andy Dolan or something like that. Yeah, yes, yes. So Andy Dolan on a fourth and 16 threw it to Tyler Boyd <laughs> and scored a touchdown. So you love to see Nuts. it. Yeah, and it's, and it's sad because the Lions are my second favorite team, too. So, you know. Yeah, I'm high on the on the Lions this year. But no, yeah, me all right. too. All right, all right. I'll give you my five favorite Bears players of all time. Go for it. Shoot. Oh boy, because I feel like I'm sort of on the same boat as you. But there's been some really good ones. So I think I'll go in no particular order. I'll go Erlacher Fields yeah. right now because he's just electric. Yes. Um, I'll go Cutler. Because I just love Kyler, I will stand. I will die on the hill for that man. I still think hey. he was a great quarterback, regardless yes. of whatever people say, regardless if he's smoking on the field or whatever, <laughs> and throwing picks and whatever. I still think we could have won the Super Bowl that year if Jay didn't hurt his thumb. But no, that's neither here or there. <laughs> uh, let's see. So I have Erlacher, Fields, and Jay. Oh man, that's gonna be tough. I'll do one quick Arnold mention. I'm gonna put Brandon Marshall at like the six. Okay. Uh, let's see. Gosh, I'm trying to think. I'm going to go with, oh, Charles Tillman. Oh, my God. I love that oh, guy. Oh, I like that pick a lot. And then number five, I'm going to go with, man, this is tough. There's so many great bears. Of, oh, mm-hmm. Oh, Devin Hester. Forgot about him I, for a I second. I was expecting either Devin Hester or Matt Forte for that last spot. Yeah, I was, I was, I was thinking of Matt, but I was like, there's some really good ones I like. I just loved. Dude, I Devin do love Hester. Matt Forte, and he's so underrated. He doesn't get enough credit, but yeah, it's criminal that Matt uh, Devin Hester isn't in the Hall of Fame in my oh, opinion. Don't even get me started, Zach. <laughs> don't even get me started. Yeah, don't even get me started. Best you should be in the Hall of all time. It's in, in the Hall of Fame. That's nuts. It is nuts. Every Bears fan 
is like, dude, why the hell is he not in the Hall of Fame yet? <laughs> he should have been first ballot. But if he's not Thanks. in that by next year, it's a it's a crime. I'm gonna have to start writing letters to the Hall of Fame. Like <laughs> this is that, a joke. That's, that's facts. Burn the that place down. Facts. Uh, let's see. Oh, here is a good question. Who are like what are two who are two players that you are looking forward to seeing this NFL season? Ooh, one of them is B. John Robinson. This dude he's so he's so electric. And the fact that he's my opinion, he's in the perfect system for a running back like him. Downhill running back. He's very shifty. And also like, you know, run a heavy offense. He's gonna get the carries. He's gonna get the touches, goal line, whatever. And then the second player, this is a tough one because I'm super high on Cortland Sutton. I want to see him break out in a new offensive system where he's actually going to break out. Garrett Wilson's one of them. I like, I love Dalton Kincaid on the Bills. Um, and is that, oh, is that the Utah tight end? Yeah. Oh, that was such a great pick. He got, he's getting, he got pro comps to Travis Kelsey, which is fucking nuts, man. <laughs> what? People yeah, were kind of comparing not, him to them. Yeah, they're in the draft and everything, but uh, like personally, like I don't care. Like it's not about like who you get compared to. Like he can compare it to the worst kind of a tight end of all league if he can come out and perform on the on the field. Like that's all that matters. Like no, it's fair. nice on draft day or whatever when he's like, oh, you know, like I compare him to Travis Kelsey when like the meet like the analysts say that. But like come September, October, no- November, like can you produce for us? Like that's what matters in my opinion. No, yeah, I agree. I'll give you two. I'm okay. excited about Jackson Smith Majigna for the Seahawks. Okay. Oh my god, I wanted him so bad for the draft. I wanted him dude, so Jay, bad. Jay, I think JSN is going to be the best receiver god. out of this draft class. Dude, I'm literally. I hope no one else is going to watch or listen to this from my fantasy <laughs> league, but I'm literally going to draft him like the first overall. Not really, but in my head, I'm going to be like, like click, he's click, going to like. like he, honestly, if he's there in like the fourth or fifth round for me, I might take him. Like. I, I would. I love yeah. that kid. I, as soon as I watched him in that Rose Bowl game against Utah, I fell in love. I fell in Gross. love with him. Gross. Oh, my God. It was just crazy what he did in that game. The other one, I'm going to go with – oh, man. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Um, trying to think of somebody. Who am I excited for? Oh, you know who I'm excited for? I'm excited to see how Brock Purdy does this up this upcoming season. I'm really That's excited to see. I'm gonna. I'm curious to see if, like, you know, if this, like, you know, that first eight games were either just a fluke or is. Or is he legit? Because I think he's legit. And again, yeah. I'm being slightly biased. That's that's fair. I, I, I like I like Brock Purdy a lot too. Um, there is oh another guy that came up to the top of my head is Kelvin Ridley. Oh yeah, because the whole gaming situation was out for basically a year. Well, first it was mental health, and then it was gambling, and now he's on he's a new team. Be, so that's it. That's a good pick. He's gonna be a steal in fantasy, in my opinion, too. Oh, that's a, yeah. I I I should put that. I should put him on my list for on my <laughs> yeah. Go for red team. That's dope. Man, I mean, yeah. Gosh, you know what's crazy? Here, I'll, yeah, we'll sort of wrap go. up here with this. Okay. Um. I was talking, or I was, um, what was I doing? I was like one of those like boring, it was like one of those like random days. I was just, uh, oh, I don't know, I don't know, but I was laying in bed, just saw something about this player was going to be excited for this team. I was like, wait, what team is he on? Oh gosh, where, well, let me see if I could find that list again. Okay. Cause I can, oh, it was, 
I completely forgot that Dalton Schultz is on the Houston Texans. Oh yeah, dude. I there are I so about- other teams. There are like a couple players. I'm like, wait, when did he sign with that team, or when did he Facts. go to that team, and something like that? Facts. Because like during free agency, you're like okay, yep, he's on this, and then like what three or four months later, you go, wait, dude, when did that happen? Dude, the Texans low key were active in the free agency and in the draft too. I, I think know, the right? Texans, the Texans are going to be sneaky good in the next couple of years, in my opinion. Yeah, probably give them like two or three years, and they'll be like yeah. decent. All right, they so I, I found the list of. I was like, wait, wait, when okay. did these? Teams? All right, so I have Dalton Schultz going to the Texans. Forgot. Miles Sanders on the Carolina Panthers. Forgot. I did not know that. You didn't know that? See, exactly my point. You, <laughs> you forget these things. Allen Robinson's on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Did you know that? Okay. No, no, no. Did you also know that Robert Woods is on the Houston Texans? No. Well, I didn't. I didn't until. Yeah, you it got see, it's like one of those things that po- like you did, but you didn't. And then you're like, and oh, then that got mentioned sort of, yep. on a podcast I was watching a couple days ago. And I was like, what? I, I forgot. Can you guess the team that Austin Hooper is on? Um, it's not the Falcons or the Browns. He was previously on those. It is. Mm-hmm. It's an NFC team, right, or AFC? AFC. Mm. I'm Total gonna go with the Raiders. Oh, you're. I was gonna tell you. You're. I was gonna be like, you're wrong. It's the Raiders. But no, yeah, it's the Raiders. Oh, it's the Raiders. Oh, that <laughs> yeah. was just a guess out of left field. I, I was gonna Damn. say. The, Billy out of left field. All right. Yeah. Devin. Oh, I was going to say, you could probably guess this one. Where oh, did yeah, Devin Singletary go? The Texans. Dude, the Texans got so many players. I know. Where did this where, I mean, they, of course, they have space, you know, uh, cap or mm-hmm. gosh, I can't cap. speak, but yeah, cap space. But <laughs> yeah, dang, they just went all on some of these guys. Ronald Jones is still in the league. Do you know what team he's still, what he plays for? Ronald Jones is still in the league. That's what I was saying. He's still in the league. Do you, you want to guess what team he's on? I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm gonna go with, go with the team like the Colts. I don't know. Oh, was that was a good guess. Oh. Sort of in that same color scheme. It's the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, okay. All right. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, and the replace Zeke was Ronald Jones. <laughs> How about Jesse Bates? Uh, ooh, it's not the Cardinals, right? No. It's um, a bird team, though. It's a bird team. Is it the Eagles? Nope. Oh, what what team is it? The Falcons. The Falcons. Damn, that's sound like Because when I saw it, I was like, wait, when did Jesse Bates? And then I was like, oh, that's right. He signed a big contract with the I Falcons. I forgot that he has, isn't with the Bengals. Yeah, so I think that would be a slight hit for them. Yeah, secondary. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah. yeah Patrick sure. Peterson. What team is he on? Um, Is it the Titans? No. Good guess, though. AFC, though. Ooh, uh, AFC North? Yes. Oh, um, the Ravens? No. Oh, what team is it? The Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, my God. Damn. All right. How about Calais Campbell? Oh, I don't fucking, I don't know. I'm going to go with, <laughs> I don't know, the the Titans, I guess. I don't know. No, we were looking for the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, that was... <laughs> that's nuts. How about oh Devin Bush? Kind of forgot about it. He existed for a while, yeah, but I remember too. he got that injury. So, well, I believe it was an ACL. Yeah. Um. The no, it wasn't the Rams. Uh, Cardinals. Oh, so close, right division and everything. But we were looking for the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> I had no clue he was on Seattle. No, I was still I, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
That honestly, same. Honestly, same. Yeah, it was like you ever get like a random day. It was be like or see like something on social media like this, or be like Robert Woods kind of just passed from uh, CJ Stroud. Be like, wait, when did he go to the Texans? Or you know, you'll see like something. You're like, wait, when did that happen? Facts. It's like some of these players that ended up signing in free agency or like even getting traded. I'm like, when the fuck did that happen? No, yeah, exactly. Because you'll get like a. You'll go on like social media or Twitter or something like that, and you'll see like a bunch of like tweets from Adam Stafford. You'll skip the one that happens to be like sort of significant, not really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Facts. With like Robert Woods, Robert Woods signed a two-year deal, but in reality, we see the top one going like, um, you know, Travis Kelsey or I don't know. For example, say like Travis Kelsey got traded, blah blah blah. But in reality, what? Mm-hmm. But it'll be like the like the top tweet would be Travis Kelsey, but the next tweet would be like Robert Woods signing two-year deal. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't focus on that. We'll just focus on Travis Kelsey getting traded. <laughs> exactly. Facts. All right. No, this has been fun. I, I've enjoyed this. Yeah, me too. Getting a little, learning some, getting to know some more people in the podcast world and the yeah, con, and the was, uh, sports uh, creation thing. Yeah. This was fun. I'll have to bring it back on sometime. Maybe uh, sometime in the f- closer to football and maybe, you know. You know, when the bills are sucking, I'll call you up and be like, hey, can you give me a <laughs> state of the union on the bills? All right. Yeah, that works for sure. I'll, I'll more than happily come back on for show. All right. Great. Uh, well, Zach, I appreciate you coming on. Where can they, uh, you know, plug your pod and plug all the all your fun so, stuff? It's going to be the Deep Dive podcast on every platform. So YouTube, Twitch, Kick, Instagram, Facebook, like all of that. It's just the Deep Dive podcast. So yeah, make sure you go check out my guy Zach here on the Deep Dive podcast. He does. I'm, I've watched a couple of your stuff, and you do a great job. So I'm gonna give you props. You, man. you too. I'm sure you haven't watched any of mine, which is fine. I don't care. No, 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 no. Actually, like you come up on my recommended, like like oh, occasionally really? and stuff. Yeah. Nice. I'm getting on the recommended page. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> I mean, you know, I try my best. I don't know how good my content is, but you know it is what it is. <laughs> I'm not gonna complain oh, yeah. about it. Your uh, your content's good and stuff. I've seen a couple of like your NBA videos and stuff that have popped up too. I, I saw the one. I saw the one reaction of uh, what was it? The Heat and Celtics final. What was the final couple minutes or whatever? I thought. That oh was yeah, cool. yeah. It was that was Game Six, and I reacted to that one. Yep. Yeah, that was dope. That was a crazy game, though. I will say. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch like too much of the NBA playoffs. I kind of just followed it on Twitter, but that uh, I've like that. Oh, you mean X? Series. What's that? <laughs> no, you mean X? Yeah. <laughs> Our new Twitter not being replaced with X. Yo, that's so dumb. <laughs> that's facts. I hate that. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, I, as soon as I wake up tomorrow morning, I see an X, and I'm like, all right, I'm done with this app. Facts. I felt that. I mean, I'll probably keep it for a little bit, but otherwise, I'm probably gonna limit my <laughs> social media posts on that app. That's fair. I mean, I mean, Elon just—I don't know. It is what it is with yeah. Elon. <laughs> He's just doing his yeah. thing. He's just trying to piss off Zuckerberg so he can get that USC match. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But no, yeah, like I said. All right, Zach, I appreciate you coming on. I know it's probably late; it's your time zone, but I appreciate you coming on. I'll, I'll talk to you next time. All right. All right, I appreciate you having me on.
day to find you I'm shying away I'll be coming for your love, okay Take on me No better to be safe than sorry Take on me Take on me. 